in everything that you learned about influence, would you say there is a generational difference in relation to the term influence? I would say yes and no. Okay. I mean, there's no doubt that the generation you grew up in had influence on you in the way that you think and the way that you're kind of, you know, the way you, that you initially think about things and the way that you naturally approach things. But I think there's the real danger of stereotyping as well. And everybody has their own personality and their own way of dealing with things based on their parents and based on, um, you know, what they've been exposed to and based on their just innate personality. You know, like we can talk about all those personality profiles that we've done um, in different companies that we've worked for and with Versado. And, and it definitely kind of makes you think f more deeply about people and where they come from. But you also realize it doesn't, it's not based on how old they are. It's not based on anything they've done necessarily. It's, it's based on genetics. It's based on a million different things. And so I think there's a real danger in stereotyping anyone. You have to really yeah. get to know them. There's that whole like nature versus nurture type of thing. And I think that's exactly how I think of it too. Like the short answer is yes and no, but is it a generational thing or is it more of the idea that, you know, it's easier to group people in generations because of the influence of like nature around them at that time. And what we as a society knew, like it's probably more of that than the idea that, you know, Gen Z's versus baby boomers are just different people because of just because of the year they were born or something right. like that. So. I mean, people debate all the time, like what's a millennial, what year, what age group is that anyway? Right. Yeah. You know, so you can't really put people into pockets like that. Totally. And I think it's funny not funny, but I think it's interesting you talk about like disc profiles or personality profiles. Um, and I always try and ground myself in thinking about those that it's not that if somebody is characterized as, you know, if we're thinking disc, if you are a strong D category, you know, it doesn't mean that that's all you are. It just means your like natural energy state lies there. And I think the idea that influences, we talk about being an energy that makes a ton of sense. So like who you are probably more in your personality profile then gives you that basal foundation like of like your why. natural inclination to exactly. be a certain way and a natural inclination of how you'd influence. And there's probably a ton of parallels between those traits and then the generational gap, because of course, so much of it is built on energy and outside influence. Again, to use the word in the definition that, you know, a millennial is experiencing a whole different influence of society and life and how they think about how they want to translate that just as a baby boomer would be looking at it differently. So yeah, and I wonder, I mean, I, I speak as a, I guess I'm Gen X. I'm on the tail end of Gen X. I'm like the oldest end of Gen X. And I just, I think that when you're younger, maybe um, you fit, your natural inclination is more apparent because you haven't developed the skills yet to kind of get beyond that or to evolve beyond that. Yeah. But when you get older and you've just experienced a lot more, hopefully you're not so defined or you're not so recognizable as your, you know, your natural inclination. Totally. I like to, I, I, I take exception all you know <laughs> to my <laughs> just profile so i'm a little defensive about it but i do think that with time as you age and as you get experience you kind of um become better able to to live in any of those kind of definitions yeah. of personality i agree i also think it's interesting too as you were talking i was reflecting on the idea of like where you fall generation generationally where i fall and we have this like stereotype of like the wise old man or woman, you know? So as they get older, we think of them as so influential, yet they don't speak nearly as much as a younger generation, um, which is probably makes a ton of sense in this podcast as well, where 90% of it is just going to be <laughs> me talking for no reason whatsoever. But one of my uncles, who is somebody I consider a huge influence on my life, 
he doesn't say a ton. It's just when he does lend his influence, he's learned exactly that, how to compartmentalize and really read and understand and build an argument without having to say anything. Um, and I think, yeah. I think like, there's definitely something to that. I mean, my dad sure. has always been that way as well. I Probably since he was a teenager, he's always been that way. My mom, on the other hand, Brooklyn, New York, uh, very temperamental. Um, is she opinionated? Oh, my gosh. But I can tell you, <laughs> over time, she's learned how to listen better and how to, re you know, uh, react better. It, it's just I do agree with that wholeheartedly yeah. that over time, not all of us evolve well that way. But those of us I would that say make it many of us later do. in life, hopefully yeah. we pick that up along yeah. the way. Yeah. So going kind of out of the theme of uh that, but talking specifically about our Versado team, you guys both just talked about your family a little bit. How do you think, because we It really is turning into a therapy session. Well, you know, <laughs> recline on back, it's fine. Um, looking at our age span and all of the different generations that we have on our team, how do you think or do you think that impacts the influence that we have on each other? No, that's my first thought is I actually I think we have great balance in a lot of things as a company. And I really I sincerely mean that um, we are actively hiring. But at the same time, you know, this isn't a plug to get people to come here. No, but Gen <laughs> you can find us on LinkedIn, um, <laughs> upload your resume. No, I, I do think as a company, we do a great job of balancing each other's opinions and perspectives and keeping each other in check and recognizing that we're allowed to have our own opinion, um, but always rooted in some of the principles of just ego goes to the side. We're here to support the greater good while also maintaining personal balance and things. Um, so generationally, though, it's it's interesting because I don't most know. most of our company is pretty young. So I can't say that there's a real spread. You know, See, I our... would argue like the other yeah. way. I really would. I, I don't think our company is old by any means. No, I would but... say we're very young. Yeah. Not we, not me. I we. Would say we have an interesting <laughs> spread. If you I do too. really would look, like if you would put us on a line and from the oldest to the youngest, we've got a nice spread. But that is not definitive of who's in leadership roles or who's True. not in leadership roles. That's a good point. And therefore, assuming that those leadership roles are the influencers. Well, I, that's what I can tag on to that. I, I think the way we see leadership is different yes. than maybe some other companies where really what we're trying to do is use our influence in the most productive way and put people in the right places. You know, So being in a leadership position doesn't mean that you're managing everyone. It just means that that's where your skill set really sits you well. Yeah. You know, that's where you can contribute the most. Yeah. So I think to answer your question is generations have nothing to do with influence in our company, yeah. more or less. Is I think where yeah. I wouldn't have yeah, probably that's answered the, that's that way, but point. I guess it goes back to the idea, which I know we'll talk about later, like influencing without authority and not having to be in a, you know, a seat of authority in order to provide influence. I think we as a company do that very well. Um, Agree. And, you know, at the risk of our CEO hearing this, I wouldn't say anything different. <laughs> no, but so that's amazing because that's exactly where I was going was I, I feel like Versato does such a good job of, like, that influence without authority. And so what do either of you have to say about that whole concept? The How do you influence without authority? What did you learn about that and everything that you were researching? Well, I can say the biggest point to make here is that it's not easy to do. 
<laughs> there's so much to it. Um, and it takes, it takes time. It takes energy. It takes attention to your audience way before you need to influence. So, um, you know, it's, it's building those strong relationships. Like we'll talk a little bit more about, um, making sure you really listen to someone, um, actively listen, summarize what they're saying, confirm what they're saying, um, and acknowledge like their positive intent. Like how many times have you been in a conversation where you're like, what are, why, why did they say that? Like everybody that we work with and, and clients are like, have a goal and, no, and, and, and have a, a, a positive reason for doing what they're doing or, or want to be positive about what they're doing. You know, they want to get to a positive solution. So, Recognizing that will will help you get through some of the more tense conversations. I think just realizing that everybody has the the, the end goal in mind, um, and they may not get there in the smoothest way, but acknowledge that, that that's where they want to go, and that'll really help you figure out how to continue the conversation and and have influence over that conversation to get y'all where you want to go. I agree, and the part of like the underpinning of that too, which like yes and basically is. We as a company, Versato, and other successful companies at doing this thing, I would argue, have a really strong value system. And they have identified what is kind of their shared moral background as like, what we're here to deliver a service. We are a for-profit company. We understand there are deadlines. There's competing priorities. But at the end of the day, we are a company of human beings. And if we're going to operate effectively and do all those things to the fullest, there needs to be recognition of without a set of values that we all agree on, none of that can really flourish or it might have short-term success, but the long, the longevity of our company is really jeopardized if we're not aligned on the idea that we need to support each other first and foremost and find and create opportunities for us to be our best selves, to speak honestly and have trust even when we are vastly different people um, and that healthy recognition of that too. So yeah. Yes. And absolutely. Totally well said. Yay! Yeah. Oh. Next step, Spotify. Yeah. There we go. <laughs>